Welcome to the first episode of How Should a Man Live? This is a podcast where we're trying to talk about living today in a fallen world in light of what God has created us to be and what we know from scripture that ultimately we will become. My name is Reagan Rose, and with me I have Miska Wilhelmsen, and we are the co-hosts of this fine podcast. Uh, I'm from Southern California. Miska, where are you from? I wouldn't say Southern, but uh, maybe Central Finland, uh, Tampere, Finland, so from the north. And what time is it there right now? It's 27 past 4 in the afternoon. Okay, and it's it's 6.30 a.m. here, so... It's quite a time difference. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, But Miska and I went to seminary together at the Master's Seminary, uh, and we're good friends. We worked together for a number of years for the seminary, and we've still gotten to keep in close contact and think very similarly on these subjects. And so we said, hey, you know what? The world deserves to hear our genius. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about genius, but uh, yeah, ramblings. Yes, ramblings is much more accurate. Yeah. Um, so maybe Miska, maybe you can give us a little bit more. You're from Finland. Um, tell us about your family and what you do there in Finland. Yeah, so my name is Miska Wilhelmsen, as, and as we said, uh, I live in Finland, and uh, I was born here. I'm currently a pastor of a small Baptist church in Tampere, Finland, called Grace Baptist Church. And uh, as Reagan mentioned in the introduction, we studied together at TMS, so that's how we got to know each other. And we've been back with my family after studying at TMS in Finland for uh, two and a half, over two and a half years now. So in pastoral ministry here in Finland. And... um, I got a wife, uh, Allison, and three boys, Jeremiah, Simeon, and Zacharias. Yeah, and I, like I said, I'm Reagan Rose. I, since finishing seminary, I started working for uh, Grace to You, which is the media ministry of Pastor John MacArthur, and I oversee digital platforms for them. And I also have uh, another podcast and a blog called Redeeming Productivity, which is basically a biblical Christian approach to, to getting things done. And I have my wife, Kimberly, and my son, Watson Thomas, who is uh, just about one and a half. Um, Miska, one of the things, I think kind of the main thing we wanted to cover mm-hmm. in this first episode was, of course, I, I, I think we got to help people understand what it is we're trying to get at. Yeah. Uh, and I think probably the best way for us to get there is to explain to people how we got to here, how we got to the point where we said hey, there's this area of thinking in the Christian life that we want to explore more, and we think we'd love to explore that in public and kind of share our thoughts about it. Yeah. So how did we get here? Why why, why did we decide to even do a podcast called How Should a Man Live? How Should a Man Live? I don't know. I guess part of the story has to do with us studying together and then working together and, and just kind of in between having these random theological conversations and and beginning these ramblings uh, behind closed doors, so to say. And that's what we're continuing now. But then specifically to this topic of how should a man live, um, I don't really know exactly what the first thing was like us talking about this, but 
I think we just found ourselves in our discussions as we discussed about the Christian life and what it means to be a man and uh, and work and these kind of issues. And then having to do with eschatology, the future, what, what is the new heavens, new earth, what were we, we created to do. From that then, you know, I guess iron sharpening iron and discussing these issues which we rarely hear others talk about feeling like it's somewhat of a neglected area especially the actual uh, actual practical application of these issues theological groundwork there's great stuff that has been done but then there's a lot of uncharted territory and actual practicing that in daily life and what it will look like in just normal daily living how should that affect our life specifically as men of course you know since we are men both of us yeah and that yeah that aspect of masculinity both of us uh, growing up essentially without fathers uh, so then figuring out the christian life first of all as, as a believer and then figuring out life as a Christian man and and now both of us have wives and 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 children and and we work and so figuring out all of that from a biblical perspective yeah i i agree with you miska very um similar obviously a lot of our thinking has has come together we've had similar uh life experiences mm-hmm. in in i mean very different lives but very similar yeah. in the sense that growing up and trying to figure out what we're supposed to be doing as men mm. in this world. And I know for me, like the, I've, I've grown up in the church since I was real little. And so uh, I've always heard, I've heard different um, explanations of what it is we're supposed to be doing as Christians. Mm. And, and maybe I'll just put it this way, like cards on the table. Yeah. Miska and I, what we're talking about is the, the you start in Genesis with the creation mandate. What you know, be fruitful, yeah. multiply, fill the earth. You know, have dominion, cultivate the the world around you, mm-hmm. and you and you look to the future, uh, and about the new earth, the restoration of all things, and ruling and reigning with Christ, and those aspects of the of the creation mandate being fulfilled perfectly by humans with renewed bodies, without sin, without the effects of the fall, and the question that I think we're asking in this is in light of those two kind of uh, bookends of yeah. time of, of, of the human race of what we, what we were created to do, what, what were we made to do? What is man like? And how will we ultimately fulfill that? If mm-hmm. we know that those two things, and we'll explore that through this podcast, through what scripture says about those things, what should we be doing in the middle? Yeah. Certainly the world is cursed and, and, and fallen, but what doesn't that have some bearing doesn't our our what we're created to do and what we know will ultimately do it doesn't that have some bearing not just on on how we live that we're supposed to be righteous and live before god but yeah. actually what we choose to do i think that's the big the big question is of course we should be doing evangelism and mm-hmm. of course we should grow in sanctification is there more than that is everything else just kind of doesn't matter as yeah. long as we go to church on Sunday and we're sharing our faith and we're growing in holiness, does what we actually do each week and each day, doesn't that matter? I think that's the big question I have. And I think that that's the, yeah. the, the, you know, the question of the show, how should a man live? How specifically should a man live? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's the, 
that's the path that I've kind of found myself into. I mean, I I did not grow up in a church, so I don't have the exact same experience. But becoming a believer about what is it now, twelve years ago or so, then the first few years, especially, I would say, uh, kind of, you know, God changed my heart and I, I became a believer. He regenerated me and I started listening to, you know, preaching through the internet, reading the Bible, studying theology and all that, which was great. And I praise God for it. But at the same time, I have to say that, especially at the beginning, I, I had this kind of mindset, which I think is very common. And, uh, and I think is partially why I had the mindset, because I heard it taught also, or Maybe not even taught, but the lack of certain teaching made me think that way. And uh, is this I idea that as a believer, yeah, that, that life, okay, you stop certain things, you stop sinning, clean uh, your life up, so to say, uh, you know, by the power of the Holy Spirit, of course, fight against sin in your life. And then you go, like you say, you go to church, you know, evangelism is very important, uh, these issues. But apart from that, very quickly, then the actual issues of like, okay, how about the rest of my life? Okay, so even if I go every day, even if I went for a few hours to do street evangelism, which almost no one, of course, does, even if I did that, and even if I spend my whole weekend in church activities, the other parts of life, uh, does scripture not have anything to say about that? And then learning more. Uh, reading of the scriptures, learning, you know, good Bible teaching and good theology and starting to realize that there is, you know, this holistic view of life, you know, that the scriptures speak about all aspects of life, uh, not just what we could, you know, classify more like the spiritual aspects of, you know, going to church and, and talking about evangelism, these issues, but everything. And, uh, that's the exciting thing, I think, here. And then as, as we've been discussing and getting back, you know, start from the beginning of the book, you know, Genesis chapters 1, 2, and 3. Like, well, what were we created to do? What you find lacking in the definitions of what we were created to do is actually any kind of specific descriptions about some spiritual activities only. In, in that yeah. sense, I, I'm not minimizing that aspect. Everything is to be done in thankfulness and praise and worship to God, of course. But at the same time, there's this earthiness about mm -hmm. life. That's how mm -hmm. God created us. You know, He created a planet. Mm -hmm. He created plants. He created mm -hmm. uh, animals. He created, as the crowning jewel of creation, man and woman in His image to have dominion and all that. So. That's it's, that's been the exciting thing, you know, in the let's say last few years, but especially in the recent, I would say maybe last year for for me, and and then with you 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 and me talking together uh, and uh, kind of iron sharpening iron and and figuring these things out, and uh, it's been just like uh, how would you say uh, gas on the fire, fuel on, fuel to yeah. the fire for me, yeah. you know, in, encouraging me more and more to to get back to the scriptures see how it uh, yeah like you said think like how 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 does those things of how we were created how everything was created and uh, and the original mandate for creation and why god created everything and this earth and us in his image how does that influence us today 
you know, mm-hmm. today, whether we're living in LA or Finland or somewhere else, how does that affect my day-to-day life? How should it affect? And then, yeah. like you said about the future, the new heaven, new earth, yeah. how does that affect us today? And I think they're both yeah. very similar, the beginning and the end. And Yeah, uh, no, I agree. And so the middle should be too, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, or that, at least that's our working hypothesis. Yeah. And I think, I think you zeroed in on... Uh, kind of one of the key features of everything that we talk about, and at least in our in our kind of theory about of all this, is yeah. the physicality, the value of matter and our involvement with the physical world around us. Yeah. And like we we talked a little bit briefly about eschatology and about mm. that, you know, a, a lot of Christians are lacking in their understanding of what happens after this is all over. Is it just an mm. ethereal spiritual world? No, the Bible makes really clear and we'll show, I'm sure in future episodes uh, mm. about that, that this earth, this actual earth we're on will be restored and renewed and culture will flourish. There will be, there will be, um, there will be uh, actual ruling and reigning we do alongside mm-hmm. with Christ. Like mm-hmm. we'll be physical beings on a physical world made perfect. Yeah. And so I think that physicality aspect of it, that's what yeah. we're kind of saying. Like it was there in the beginning. What was Adam and Eve? What were they called to do? You know, they, they were to be fruitful, multiply. They're supposed to exercise dominion. He, yeah. he was, he was gardening. He was growing things. He was working yeah. with his hands. Yeah. And in the end, we'll be, back doing these these physical things and so there's um there's it, with the eschatology aspect mm-hmm. there's this neoplatonic thinking this new new yeah. plato like the philosopher plato where yeah. to reject the physical uh, in favor of the spiritual, and, and and that happens has happened within the church, and thankfully there's been a resurgence of people. Of one, one of our professors, specifically being one of the mm. big people there, Doctor Vlock, uh, who are saying no, the spiritual is important, but there's also all this physical aspect to the new creation. Yeah, and what I think that you and I are, are getting at is there is still even for people in our camp who have a similar understanding that the that the world be renewed will um first mm. corinthians 15 our bodies will be restored physical bodies yeah. yeah um that in the present some of that neoplatonic thinking is still here where yeah. we our christian lives are entirely um spiritualized so yeah. all that matters um or kind of the impression we're often given is that all that matters is the spiritual aspects. Are you growing in holiness? I'm not yeah. saying that doesn't matter. Obviously, no, no. that's huge. Of course, yeah. But the other big one is is evangelism in terms of what is your purpose as a Christian? What is it you're trying to do while you're here? What's the focus? What's it? What does it mean? Yeah, and I think that's exactly the thing. Like, what 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 does it mean to be human? What does it mean specifically here to be a man? that is there is there something inherent in humanity that we were made to do and to be and are there are there desires and longings that are in us that are put there by our creator are there uh, commands to us as his creatures that we are to continue to fulfill and obey and um, yeah, as you said, we'll get to that in in future episodes, of course, more and more. But I think it's just when you look around, when you look at creation around, you you start um, looking at animals. You know, you see a woodpecker; it's pecking wood. You know, it's looking for worms. It likes to peck wood. Why does it like to peck wood? Well, because an all wise and powerful 
God, with in some ways probably a sense of humor, you know, God made the woodpecker to, that made this bird that part of its DNA, so to say, is to go and find trees and hit them with his head. And God has created its head to withstand that shock and to be able to do that. And then you see a rabbit jumping around in the forest. You know, it, it likes to do different things. It doesn't go banging its head against trees, but it, it goes and digs tunnels and eats stuff and whatever else rabbits do. Mm-hmm. So all of creation and all of that, that what God has made, whether it's in, in the animal kingdom and in, in the plant kingdom, and whatever you want to call it, is the plant kingdom? I don't know. Uh, the plant kingdom. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so... They, they all fulfill a purpose. And it's not like the plants uh, display Bible verses for their existence to be uh, valid. You know? And I think that's what even in the Christians you're saying about evangelism. Like, again, then when it's, why were we created? So, oh, if I, if I plant a field of barley or something, I need to plant it in a, in a uh, shape of John 3.16 for it to be... Right. You know, right. otherwise I'm wasting my time. And the, and there are and, people who would actually come and tell you that you are wasting your time, that why are yeah. you doing this? And yeah. and I think a lot, even people who wouldn't say that, I think a lot of us feel a low-level sense of guilt that all of our efforts aren't purely evangelistic or, or, or focused yeah. on soul matters. Yeah. And then the, the, the whole thing then biblically is, is, I mean, if the Bible says that, then we'll go with it, right? Right, you right, know, we, right. We, that's all that's, that matters. I mean, we should have probably said it at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> but, but what fuels this, what fuels you and me and in our discussions is biblical authority. You know, we believe yeah. the Bible is the final and ultimate standard for life, godliness, theology, you know, everything, mm-hmm. and that it's inerrant, it's without error, mm-hmm. and uh, it is the Word of God. Yeah. So then if the Scriptures would teach that, you know, the point of life is to escape materialist, like material um, living. And I don't mean materialism in this sense, but, um, but in the sense of if the scriptures would teach that what is required of a believer is to move to a monastery and kind of just try and, you know, sit and meditate and kind of forget the physical world. Mm-hmm. If the scriptures would teach us, you know, we would do that. But right. the but the point with this whole podcast is the scriptures actually, we would argue, in that sense, teaches the opposite. Yeah. Especially, you know, uh, and uh, not the opposite that evangelism is in, isn't important. No, you, you know, you and me, we both believe and uh, we have a, a history and, and, and a... Yeah, present, we're both evangelists. Yeah, 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 present, <laughs> yeah. present belief in the importance yeah. of uh, street evangelism, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever other form of evangelism it is. And... Um, yeah, we're not both. trying to downplay the downplay yeah. those things. We're trying yeah. to uh, give, like like Miska said, go go back to the scriptures and say, this there's something missing. There's something missing in the vision of what it what it means to live as a Christian in in mm-hmm. our in our modern um, in our modern sense of it. Uh, and I think we should you, you know mentioning where we're at theologically was important yeah. that we we like the Bible. We're big fans of the Bible. All this is going to be like based the on the Bible. Bible. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. a little bit yeah. understatement. Bible, yeah. Bible's a good book. <laughs> um, yeah. But we're also Reformed believers. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we're uh, soteriologically Reformed. Yeah. Um, so that may, that plays a huge part in this. Yeah. We're not like, I, and I think we're getting, we're going to get in trouble for this in the future. I'm sure of it. Yeah. But we're not like 
uh, hippie environmentalists, postmodern people, you know, that yeah. just think that the Bible is a good idea or whatever. Like, no. we're very strongly biblical and reformed, but yeah. we think that there, there are just things that, that, that need to be explored and that we need to, to dig into more that come from the Bible, not us trying to import what's popular onto the Bible. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, we already briefly mentioned earlier, but I think it's also helpful for people to, who are, um, for some of these, some people might not know these books or these names, but for some people, it might be helpful to know kind of where we're coming from, who we've Like been our influ- influences. I- yeah. Influences, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So the scriptures, first and foremost, but who uh, Bible teachers and preachers, uh, professors who've influenced us and keep on influencing us uh, specifically in this topic so to say um i think for both you and me when like the first kind of big thing that probably got us thinking in this direction was randy alcorn's book heaven Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i would would agree right to say yeah and i mean that that book uh reading that was just and i was already familiar with some of the ideas the basic i'd read some articles uh by dr vlock uh dealing with the same issues before i read the book but so it wasn't like completely completely new but i would still say that when i read the book it was like you know it was life changing and i still like it just there's this um i don't know paradigm shift do you call it paradigm shift uh when you when you uh start thinking completely differently about something i think you mentioned it earlier a little bit about this platonic or what randy alcorn calls christoplatonism you know platonism influencing the belief of christians uh as it relates to heaven and the new earth the new heavens new earth um yeah so anyway that book has influenced you and me a lot and then uh we both studied at tms and one of our professors uh was uh uh, Dr. Michael Vlach, uh, who's still a professor at TMS, and Dr. Vlach has r- written a lot of excellent books. And one of his, I think it's still his latest book. I'm not sure if he's written so. a book after that, but is a book called "He Will Reign Forever: uh, A Biblical Theology of the Kingdom of God." Mm-hmm. And that book, and uh, obviously we had him as a professor also, so he taught the essential things in class to us in in class on eschatology and stuff. But um, and it's essentially, as he talks about new creation, eschatology, whatever you want to call it, it's similar, the, the, the same ideas as promoted by Randy Alcor and mm-hmm. also, what's his name? Anthony Hokema, mm-hmm. uh, the, the reformed guy, you know, so he, he also, when he speaks about these issues, mm-hmm. uh, about the new heavens, new earth, you know, we, yeah. so all that, that that's yeah. where kind of where we're coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think we should note too, that we are uh, premillennial dispensationalists, but yeah. I think that a lot of the stuff that we're talking about in in, in this this realm of new creation eschatology mm-hmm. is it's kind of after all of those things that we may have disagreement with with our amillennialists and postmillennialist yeah. brothers and stuff. And so I think even if you're in one of those camps, um, yeah. you're you're you you might. Uh, think oh well i'm not i don't believe the same things eschatologically of them yeah. i think that there there should be a lot of overlap with us on the aspect of eschatology that we're talking about would you say for that's sure. fair for sure yeah yeah i, I agree um and obviously we'll come 
I mean, as we go forward with this podcast, there'll be times when we focus more. And as he said, we are pre-millennial. We believe uh, Christ will reign on an actual, uh, literal uh, millennial kingdom on this earth. We don't believe we're in the kingdom now, and neither are we post-millennial. But in this issue of what has been called new creationist catholicity, it's it's interesting that there's uh, the people who hold to to this uh, form of of understanding the the Bible teach uh, teaching about the new creation, new earth, new heavens, and new earth. There's guys from all these camps, uh, where mm-hmm. are millennial, like Anthony Hokema, who's one of the, I guess, could be called the modern popularizer of new creation eschatology. And then, then uh, I, you know, I'm sure there's post-millennial guys who would agree, agree with all the stuff too. Yeah, because um, what we're talking about is not about the timing of these events that lead up to the eternal state. Mm-hmm. We're basically talking about the nature of the eternal state as defined by scripture, mm-hmm. which is new heavens, yeah. new earth, and the nature of specifically that new earth, that realm in which will exist and live and rule and reign with, with Christ, right? Yeah. And so that we are, if you just fast forward through all the stuff we disagree on, like in yeah. your thinking about eschatology, we all yeah. kind of end up in the eternal state uh, in, our, in, our, in our varied eschatologies. And I think that uh, there'll be a lot of agreement. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that was just laying our cards on the table. So people, yeah, like like you know you you know where we're coming from, uh, what we kind of um, theologically what we represent, yeah, and the, the lens, you know, we're looking at the world through, so to say. Yeah, uh, I do think there's something we should cover before we close out this episode too, Miska, yeah. and that's kind of the subject of what we're not talking about, mm-hmm. um, and so. Maybe if I could circle back to the title of the podcast again, How Should yeah. a Man Live? Yeah. Uh, Miska and I, as we discussed these things leading up to even even before the idea of doing a podcast, we were just talking about them. That was the question that just kept circling in our mind. How should a man live? Mm-hmm. And we're not saying with what follows, like we're we're going to make suggestions and even (laughs) suggestive prescriptions for some of the actual things we should be doing. Like we're going to be talking about gardening, for example. Like, so that's how, like this, this first episode makes it sound all theoretical, but really the whole point of this is to go from theology to practical. What do I actually do with my life? And what we don't want people to hear us saying, because it's not what we're saying is that these things are what every Christian must do right so i think miska mm. you gave the example of someone who's in prison like some of the things mm. we're going to talk about you can't do so yeah. who 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 is this for what's the qualification that you would give first we talk about how should a man live how would you explain that yeah and i think even i guess connected exactly to what you're saying is that when we say how should a man live we're not saying whatever ramblings we give you know our biblical reflections on these issues that we're saying a person needs to live this way in order to inherit eternal life or anything like mm-hmm. that of right, course not point. or that a person needs to have the same views on these issues as we are presenting in order to be a mature and godly believer that's not at all what we're saying uh, but what we're trying to say is and trying to explore and trying to delve into scriptures for our own benefit and hopefully the benefit of others is if 
And when we have freedom to make certain choices, which especially as, you know, we're, we're both uh, we live in the kind of Western world, I guess, whatever, and we have a lot of freedoms uh, and uh, decisions to make pertaining to daily life. Where exactly should I live? What should I do? What, uh, what do I spend my free time with? And what should I prioritize? So those kind of issues then... As we said earlier, that, that, that does scripture give us more than just the bare bones, go to church on Sunday and evangelize? Does yeah, and every, th- everything else you do in between is kind of up to you. Like, yeah, if you yeah, want to go be a fireman, go be a fireman. If you want to yeah. do this, go be the, this. You want to live in the city, live in the city. If you want to live in the country, live in the country. Yeah, exactly. So does, does the scripture give us um, principles or even commands in some cases that should inform us? in making those decisions. And so, yeah, how should a man live is not meant to be some kind of a legalistic thing, because it's not, it's not at all. But it is then the question that we find ourselves asking, you and me, you know, that's where this whole right. idea came from. We keep on like, well, how should I? Like, is, is, right. is, and or I have this longing in my heart to do this. Is this a good thing or is this a that bad? That was just thing? what that uh, was just what I was gonna say. Is I think in in some of this, just in the spirit of laying the cards on the table, some of it is us trying to understand the legitimacy or illegitimacy of some of the longings that we've felt um, mm. that of of what we what we believe that it means to be a man and how one should live, mm-hmm. and n- not searching to. Um, to just find affirmation, but trying to figure out like, are these biblical things or are these, are these deep longings? Are they, are they still some manifestation of my sin nature and my desire yeah. to, to do things that are against God's word? And, exactly. I, and I think at least my experience, it's, I think yours too has been that as we've searched out some of these desires that we have specifically like owning land, for example, mm-hmm. and cultivating mm-hmm. a, a corner of creation. What we found is we've kind of like seen like, what are, what are we thinking with this mm-hmm. is that, not only does the scripture like not dissuade us from those things, but there seems to over and over again be affirmation that these longings are good and um, even just anthropologically part of what it means to be a man and how a man yeah. should live. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was more cards than I should have laid on the table in the first episode. No. But I... <laughs> well, that, 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 that's good. I mean, that's that's exactly right. We believe there's an inherent manness about man, uh, humanness about humans, and we believe, you know, God has created for specific things and specific tasks, and that there's a lot of specific things that scripture uh, teaches and even commands us to be part of what it means to be a, a man or a woman created in the image of God, and I, you know, we believe that kind of even discussing about those things has been greatly neglected in at least in our experience to in many many ways and I think the modern world uh, so yeah Friends. and and like like the woodpecker analogy you gave yeah. like a, a creature any creature is most fulfilled when it is fulfilling its purpose for which it was designed mm-hmm. and I think some of the unrest even among Christian men that we mm-hmm. feel the restlessness we have sometimes yeah. Yeah. And it could be because these, um, some of the deep longings that we're made to have mm-hmm. are legitimate and we are yeah. not seeking out vehicles for fulfilling those in the way in which God has, um, called us to. Yeah. 
And I guess one one final thought uh, about this issue that connecting to all what we said about even you know heaven and the new creation, new earth, and the rejecting the Platonic influences on on Christian understanding. This coming back to the inherent goodness of matter. Yes. Matter. So yeah. that just getting back to the basics that God created the material universe, the material and, earth. and declared it very good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not just even good, but very good. And not even there, he even gave specific commands uh, as it connects to how we as men, as as and then also men and women, but specifically the men and as the head of the family and. Uh, how we are to relate to this creation. And it seems that when we as people, if we would do what God calls us to do, and we would do it in joyful, thankful, worshipful dependence on Him as our Creator and our Maker, that when we do that, it brings Him, you know, how would you say, uh, joy. You know, like he, it's, he created this world and He says it's good. And he gave us uh, a task in that world, which by implication is good. So when we as his creatures do what he calls us to do, it is part of what it means to worship God. And I think that's, yeah, maybe the, the thing like the, that worshiping God is not only, and to the exclusion of everything else, it's not only the real spiritual aspects that we think of life. We're not downplaying in any way the importance of the church, evangelism, nothing of that. We we probably believe in those things more than, well, we certainly do believe more than the average Christian. There's there's things, physical things to do that bring honor and glory to God and also bring us joy and purpose and fulfillment because just like a woodpecker hitting its head in a tree does what God made it to do, when we then seek out what he has commanded us to do, I think he'll bring joy. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, that's that's so good. Uh, and, and it's answering the question, and that, that is what we're seeking to do. How should a man live? And that's what we'll keep exploring on this podcast. And so if you're interested in this topic, if you like what we're talking about, please subscribe to the podcast and uh, we'll be back with more episodes and go deeper into some of these matters in the future. 